You're not used to hearing that. <laughs> it's applause, Gary. Here we go. Here oh. we go. Boom. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Gentleman's Dojo. Wow, we have a very, very special guest in today. In studio, in studio, my friend. I think we gotta, we gotta say his tagline then. What's up, fool? What's up, fool? What's up, fool? What's up, fool? The name of his podcast, right here on the All Things Comedy Network. Season uh, winner, uh, 2010. Season eight? Seven. Season seven, 2010. Yeah. Last comic standing. This guy's got 80 shows in production right now. Yep. He's got uh, filming a brand new comedy special. His third one coming up later this year. Yes. This guy's all over the map. We're so happy that he's and here. maybe one in Spanish. Why not? We'll take it. This I, guy, thought, I thought the first two were. <laughs> this guy's all over the map. The fact that he came in, joining us, could have totally. phoned it. I loved it. Yeah, man. One of the nicest guys out there in comedy. Yep. Love this guy. 2010 winner, last comic standing. Podcast right here on the network. Yep. Fully passed bars out oh, there. Oh, yes. Up, fool. <laughs> you know what's funny? Well, Steve Byrne was joking about it. It's all in Spanish, but there's people who actually watch it. And they hear one word in Spanish and they turn it off. Fuck this shit's all in Spanish. <laughs> really? Wow. Are you Fuck serious? Fuck this shit's all in Spanish, yeah. Hola, nope. click. Hola. Yeah. Time to move on. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, by the way, for El coming muro, in. El muro, burp. I was <laughs> <laughs> in Spanish. By the way, you are just so goddamn busy. You got a single camera show going on. You're doing that show uh, that's following you around the country. Yeah, we're pitching a show about um, doing stand-up comedy along the border wall, like in yeah. Mexico and San Diego, and then talking to people. It's going to be a little like the yeah. David Tell Insomniac show, yeah. but with your own spin on it. Yeah, and I met a couple of, like, I met people who are deported in Mexico, like veterans. Right. Like U.S. veterans. So we had a good conversation with them. And actually, people, other people who, devo- who were deported because, man, they need to get fucking deported. It, let's, let's rewind a little bit. Let's go back. Where did you start doing stand-up at? What, what city? Uh, Los Angeles. I started at the wow. Natural Fudge right there on Melrose. It's a little, it was a coffee house. Oh, wow. Punk rock music and comedy and poetry it was vegan that place but i didn't know it back then yeah because the host would go up there he goes try the nut burger and i, and I think why are they doing the same weak joke <laughs> oh that's so funny but it was actually a vegan burger he's yeah. actually selling shit yeah yeah so you start doing stand-up what year was that well, 1995 94. wow 1995 okay great keep doing that keep going along chugging 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 what's your first big break in terms of doing stand-up is it last comic standing um, I um, I I, got, I I I was at the lab. Um, I met um, Johnny Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he told me about the Laugh Factory in Hollywood, and then I went over there and I started doing Latino Night. Yeah, and then he recommended me to the Comedy Store, and I got into the Comedy Store. Wow. Okay. But at the Laugh Factory, they were doing a show called Latino Laugh Festival in 1996 on Showtime and Greg Giraldo. They got they got they tried to, they were looking for Latinos everywhere, man, yeah. back then. So they got Greg Giraldo, John Mendoza, comedian. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, a bunch of other comedians, myself, Carlos Oscar. They even pulled in fucking Darren Carter, eh? They were desperate, bro. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It got to a fucking comedian who do Spanish jokes or whatever. So they got us, and we went over there, and we taped it. It was 1996. They had two shows, the big show with Paul Rodriguez hosting and another one with um, Cheech. Oh, wow. I did the Diamond in the Rough, and I was a young comic. I was fucking, I didn't have hair. Brian Holtzman was on that show too, but it, <laughs> they were I, desperate. But damn, they were, man. 
Because um, Jeff Valdez, the the producer, he loves he loves um, Brent Holtzman. But it was crazy, man, because he he went up there, man. He he um, Carlos Mencia showed up and uh, bumped him, like he bumped him at a taping. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but he did a guest spot, and uh, they lost track of time, and the time went on. Yeah. And then Brent Holtzman went up, and he opened up with. This is not a comedy show. I work for Ines. Close the doors. Just truck out. <laughs> take everybody in here and put them in a fucking truck. Comedians are dying. Mencia's dying. Everyone's having a good time laughing. Yeah. You know, that's Brian Holtzman. And um, he kept going. People were like angry. They want to fuck him up. <laughs> and then his, they never taped it, you know. No, His mom really? was there. Oh, he, shit. He t- and then, real true story, he said that his mom was cut shoplifting. I think she was. <laughs> she was doing magnets, I guess. I don't know. Really? That's fucking crazy. That's that's the item you steal right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> magnets. I did that show, and then Jeff Alden had another show the next year, and then the following show, then the following show. The next year, next year, next year. So he, he pretty much gave him a lot of work. And... um. That's coming. I did a Montreal Comedy Festival in 2005. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, 10 years in, you got Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. And I, then was that, because, you know, people always often say, oh, because I think in 2005, it was probably a lot more significant than it is now. Now it's kind of like like a corporate retreat for all these agents and everything, and the comics get together. But in 2005, you could still get a development deal. You could still get deals. So, so was Nobody it got the, one. Nobody got anything, huh? No, only Je- uh, Jeremy Hotz. He got one, but it was a Canadian um, development that deal for a show. Exactly. Yeah. No, but I, I don't think no one that year got one. Wow. We got like praise, you know, on the Hollywood Reporter, of yeah. course. And, and I got signed by UTA. Okay. But I was like, I was not really focused, you know, I wasn't ready for that type of stuff. Yeah. You know, my manager wasn't even in my showcase, you know, how fucked up that was. <laughs> he was watching Jeremy Hot. <laughs> she, she was like, she was over there checking out what, what was hot. Which was hot back then was um, the those guys from New Zealand with the guitars. Oh, Flight of Concords? They were hot, man. They were the yeah. hottest thing back then. I was thinking puppetry of the peaks. But, me, man. <laughs> me, I, I took off after my set. I took off. I shook a bunch of heads. You know, instead of instead of, instead of uh, burning people with business cards, you know, like hey, my set's on. I had I made my own cards. My fucking manager didn't have my card. No cards. <laughs> so, I had man, a card that said I'm with. And I had my manager's name and number. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I'm with, passing it out. And then I took off, man, and I met, I met a Mexican guy who speaks French. You know, he was deported. I don't know how he, this motherfucker <laughs> made it. He went all the way around, man, I guess, yeah. to Canada, or just fucking snuck in and kept going through, swam through Lake Erie, or when Lake Erie froze, <laughs> I skated that motherfucker inside yeah. um, Canada. But he spoke Spanish. And he looked like an illegal immigrant, but he didn't speak no fucking English. Yeah. So I spoke to him in Spanish, and I, I told him, hey, man, those guys over there, they see, see me, they're going to sell me shit. So go over there and tell them that I'm cool, and I want to buy crack in French. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes over there, man, with a Mexican accent. Comes back, man, and we go over there, and he, he, gets, he gets me in the... He, they, make, they know I'm a customer now. I'm buying crack in the, while doing Montreal. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's so nuts. <laughs> I, I was fucking getting. I got fucked up every night there. But I had a good set though. Okay. <laughs> it was a killer set because yeah. I guess before that, before that, um, that um, showcase, the young one was the one where 
that young comic that I think he passed away now. Oh, chicken! He got a big uh, a million dollars I get. Yeah, really? Yeah. So Ooh, and before chicken. that, everybody was getting a Willie Barsana. Wow, a hundred thousand. You know, everybody was getting a hundred thousand. I show up, nothing, man. I was there with Natasha Leggero. I threw, I ended up throwing up in her her um her ice bucket in her room. <laughs> Cause I'm a young. Is I'm that a, what they're calling it these days? I'm a young. <laughs> I'm a young comics. We thought we were all bad. She were ten years in. Come on. We thought we were young. We were living the life, man. Yeah. And I, I was there with Jasper Red, and we're doing. Uh, but you know, they're, they're all getting drunk. But I'm, I'm doing like hardcore drugs on the side. You know, I'm lurking. You know, me and Jason Larson. You know, what's up, eh? Hey? Big ass coat. And. Um, I don't know, man. I took off with some fucking French people, and um, that was it. Did you only have the one show, the one showcase in Montreal, or did you have more shows other I than that? I had a showcase show because everybody was bombing yeah. the year before because they didn't have no they had no show. They just show up and do the showcase show. So a lot of young comics were bombing. So our show was, we did our show with, uh, we did a prep show at, at uh, Nyuk Nyuk's. Yeah. So we had a show, like all the fucking young comics were put in that show, all 15, 20 of us. Wow. And uh, man, some of us bomb, man. Jokoi had to readjust. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he readjusted. He had to he do jokes. Well. Yeah, he had to change. <laughs> yeah, he had to He changed everything, bro. And, I, and then I had to just talk slower. And I remember I wanted to get fucked up at that showcase, too. But I remember ordering a Mai Tai because I just got back from doing a, a hell gig where I didn't get paid in Hawaii. And um, <laughs> 700 bucks, bro. Can you believe it? And when I talk about this to you guys, you guys laugh, but it's, it is funny when I talk to the when I talk to the black comics, you know, like yeah. like Lunel, Earthquake, or the younger comics, you know, Toby Hicks, and I mentioned the promoter. Oh man, he got oh, you too. Yeah. And they, they talk about oh, it's a it's a rite of passage. Oh shit, that you got <laughs> fucked over. Yeah, that's uh, that's so funny. That that's I remember a a my tie at that bar at the Yuck Nunks. Montreal bar mm -hmm. they don't know what the fuck I was talking about you're I'm drinking my, maybe my fucking accent I don't know yeah <laughs> I can't see you sitting at a bar drinking a Mai Tai though that doesn't strike me as something you would do that's not bro, your person I have long hair I have a, the t-shirt bro I'm ready bro I'm like that like you put me in a movie I'm the guy you come in when your plane crashes, he goes, I'm looking for a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Sanchez here? I haven't heard that name in 25 years. <laughs> I'm a pilot. Where's the plane? I crash here. Bringing I in. haven't heard that name in 25 years. I crash years. here. Bringing in fucking it's me. <laughs> I want to ask you, because I am fascinated, and you're not, you know, just because you're part of the comedy community but especially the latino comedy community with carlos i am i am always fascinated like with dane and carlos there was such a quick ascension and they were fucking massive right and then all of a sudden they just dropped off and like carlos was doing theaters and everything and do you have do you i mean do you have any thoughts or opinions on on carlos uh in terms of 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 that roller coaster ride that he had i don't know man yeah it was real but um, even before the um, before he was doing theaters, I know that I was when I was opening up for. I, I remember I was, I was the opening act for Gene Pompa mm -hmm. and Sully McCullough. Yeah. Sully McCullough was featuring, and they were telling Mike from the from the punchline was telling us that Carlos Mencia and George Lopez are the only ones who sell out. Right, like sell out everything, like Thursday through fucking Sunday, and mm -hmm. they had a Sunday show. You know the way D. Ray Davis does it. You right, know? right, yeah. Well, you gotta what. Well, 
Motherfucker sold out 20 shows at the Virginia Beach, you know, but selling out that status, it was them too. Right. And um, and they had beef, right? Yeah, and then one day they go, and see, I guess that show, and they start doing theaters. I guess yeah. what's even more fascinating is you telling us that Gene was headlining. Yes. Where? <laughs> hey, little. For real, bro. He was getting it with, hey, little bear. <laughs> it was funny, man. The first night, we killed it, bro. We killed it the first night, bro. And I was staying with Gene Pompa's room, bro. Oh, you were staying in the room? Hell yeah. I was th- it was before when the punchline had money. Like They flew us all out. Oh, really? You and, all- <laughs> and Sully McCullough drove, drove there. He was selling... Um, your mom, uh, you, you know your ghetto if whatever. Yeah. You know your ghetto if you're selling your ghetto book at Punchline, because I can run to the show. <laughs> he sold up like five boxes of books. So um, I always hear about they, comics like selling a shit ton of merch. And like, I remember talking to Christ, remember? Yeah. Like, how much you sell merch? He's like, oh, three grand of merch. I'm like, three? What? Who is selling like this much merch? I don't understand. I'm going to sell hair, bro. What's that? I'm going to sell hair. You're going to sell your hair? <laughs> By the way, I think it'd be funny if Felipe said they punchline flew everybody up after they saw the numbers Gene was producing. They all gray You know what's back. funny? Back <laughs> I have no idea what the numbers were back then. I have no idea if it was packed. Right. It was just, we are just doing comedy. We had, a, we had rooms too. Wow. Your yeah, own they, rooms? We had our own room. No, no, I have another. I have my own room. I was bunking with Gene Pompa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they flew you out. That's nice. <laughs> hey, little bear. <laughs> Why the long face? He was headlining. Have you have you come across Lopez? Yes, he took me to the World Series in um, Houston, Texas last year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I always I hear to, like I nice things my, about my him. Kidney for him. I have to give him my kidney. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> with the, like in the Latino community, you always I think black community, Asian. There's not really that many comics, but you always hear like with Carlos. There's like a disparity between people that love him, like oh he was a mentor, he was good to me, and then there's other people that are like you know. I feel bad, you know, like all the things you hear about him, you know, and then like people when they ask me, "What do you think?" Well, I must be a horrible comic, and he never took nothing from me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm not part of their crew, you know. I'm not. I'm, yeah. I didn't roll with them. Right. I ro- I roll with people that had, that um, knew him a little bit. Yeah. But like I, like Willie Barcena, now, nah, bro, he took everything from me. <laughs> That's it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Is or, that Willie's take but on I would it? Hear, but I, yeah, but I would hear. Um, Rumors, you know, like by third parties. Oh, George Lopez karate chopped him at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, all those. But stories. then you find out that wasn't even that didn't even happen that way. Yeah, it was more like an, uh, you know, like there was just a standoff, a Mexican standoff. Hey, hello. I hello. heard some story about Michael Richards at the Laugh Factory. I never found out that was true. Yeah, we had <laughs> we had three people. We've had three people that were on that were on our podcast that were there that night. Really, oh, Johnny really? Sanchez was the next comedian coming up. Oh. <laughs> well, Frazier is Frazier was hosting. He's hosting it. He's like, <laughs> no, hey, folks. really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Sorry better go to Winchell's. <laughs> hey there, buddy. Hey, great things about you there. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> How you doing, uh, Frage? My dad they passed told me away. That Sounds pe- good. <laughs> <laughs> I always people always say like, ask the people. I always get Paula Poundstone. <laughs> they can't well, all be strikes. What were you gonna say, off. bud? <laughs> I, from 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 those from Johnny from Fraser was that he was having like a bad set. To begin with, no. But he was trying out new stuff. I guess he was going to do Broadway. New stuff. <laughs> I think it was all new stuff. No, that was a, that was an old joke. That was his closer, right? So he, uh, 
So people, you know how Jerry Masada is, right? <clears throat> I don't know if he performs at the Laugh Factory, but the 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 eight o'clock show is <laughs> is done, right? But the 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 ten o'clock show is kind of like encroaching on the eight o'clock show. Mm-hmm. So you got people from the ten from the ten o'clock show inside of the eight o'clock show already. Yeah. So they don't even know what the fuck's going on. They're they're talking, man. Yeah. Because the, the, the Laugh Factory is packed. With people that are gonna watch the second show, and the first show, but they're watching the second show already. People are already in for the second show. Yeah. So they're talking. So he goes at it with the black people because I guess to hear only black people are loud. <laughs> so it wasn't. Even, they weren't even watching the show, but he goes at it with them. Yeah. Somebody else was talking and, and heckling him. But he went after the wrong people. The, oh there was God. a comic, I don't know if it was Chris Rock or Chappelle. That those he, Mexicans, that you fucking beat it, what the fuck, hey? <laughs> One of those guys had a joke where he said, Michael Richards was thinking to himself, I'll get him next show. <laughs> He's like, there won't be any next show, well, you my know friend. you what the crazy thing is? He came back on Monday. If that, did he? For Latino night. No. And I think Jay Marcella said nobody. Really? Wow, come I back in th- Come back in three years. Three years is that what the band was? No, because I'm just saying that because Jameis saw that when you when, oh, you, yeah. when you wait all night. I don't know if you ever done that. Come back in three years. He'll but come. if that happened like in the last six years, it would definitely would have been on video. Oh yeah, it was on a flip phone. It was phone. on video. Oh, you a saw flip it? phone. It was on video. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Jameis saw it. Let TMZ inside the laugh factory. And they recorded I only it. heard about it's, it. It was on I read a, a cheap it. flip phone. And somebody had said that whoever recorded it sold it to TMZ for like a hundred bucks. I thought they no. let, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was years ago before anybody realized. See, the what I heard was that the guy that was TMZ was outside the the Hyde Bar, which was next to the Laugh Factory, yeah. and yeah. they waiting for Paris Hilton to come out. And they they heard that somebody was freaking out into the Laugh Factory, and Jameis saw that let him inside. Really? Oh shit! Free publicity, buddy. I guess. It, wow. it is funny. I, I will say this because I told you this. That's I, what I heard. I don't work at I don't work at the Laugh Factory at all. And then last year, I decided to volunteer and do the meals for the Christmas thing. And I'll never forget. I come in and volunteer. Jamie pushed me aside so quickly to get to some of the celebrities that were there. Could have cared fucking less that I was there. Like literally pushed me aside for like Tiffany Haddish and all these people. Yeah. And it was like you can just go stay. Like he thought I was there for the meal. Like it was just really, which wasn't a long shot, <laughs> but it was weird. That's he definitely, definitely pushed pushed me off. Like, hey, I gotta head out and do this now. A very um, the way that works is, I remember um, I, I don't know, I think Dane Cook was not allowed to laugh factory for like six right. months. Something happened. Someone told me that too. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and there's always like every Thanksgiving. I don't know if you know yeah. when you were there. It's always like the big carmes, turkey. Yes. That's the hottest deal right there. Cover the camera shows up. Absolutely. If you, if you get turkey. So when he was banned, I was hoping he was going to be banned till after Thanksgiving. Maybe I could squeeze into that thing they cooked, passing out turkey spot. <laughs> You're right, because they had the big names. Do, Tim Allen was doing people, the turkey. It's people, all the big names. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Some people show up, and they go like this. Uh, like Tom Arnold went up on stage. He goes, he goes, he goes so glad to be here. I don't know if I was going to be here to pick up this morning paper, and James Salas said I was going to be here. Oh really? Oh shit! Yeah, it was definitely. Jamie's crafty, huh? Sometimes, like people like show up to serve turkey. Channel five shows up. Channel nine. Yeah. Channel eleven. Then they bone out. <laughs> <laughs> they bone out. I bet. They even go up. They even do no time on stage. The shit. Yeah. And everybody that's homeless, that's homeless, that goes every year, you're gonna go up this time. You're gonna go up this time. <laughs> oh my god! It's funny, man, because you know those people are never paying attention. 
And they, they start recording. Some of them have phones. They're fucking recording. Like, I'm, I'm like, up there going, man, okay, man. I'm bombing right now, but make sure it's Thanksgiving show. Let me know it's Thanksgiving <laughs> show. Right now, Thanksgiving show. I go up there and I tell them, you know, you never seen me before. You never see me on HBO or TV, but you see me coming out of Ralph's. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, where are you, know you doing your second hour? Because your first, your the last Third. one was on. Your, your your last one was on HBO. San Jose. Oh, the, the, no, second one was San Jose. And that know. was the one. So, so by the way, tell us the backstory because I understood that nobody wanted that second hour. That no. you got all no 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 no, and then you guys self produce it. Yes, and then and we sell sold it. it. Yeah. And we own it, and then we're gonna do like resell it to Netflix later. Yeah, you, you, and it was just great. I mean, you, you, everybody said no, and then you're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna do it on our own." Yeah, sell it to, and, and I, I, from what I understood, there were no changes made to it. They didn't edit it. They didn't. They threw it straight on. No, we, we, we didn't do anything to it. Um, we did it with um, Unreal Media, Real Media. And then where's this third one gonna be done at? I don't know, man. Me, I'm thinking maybe um, Texas or Chicago. Oh wow. Or Yucca, Washington. <laughs> no, Yakima. Yakima. Now, where are you, who are you going to do it with? I don't know. Probably Netflix. Yeah. I don't know. By the way, but do you want me to do one in Spanish, too, though? Do I'm they really? Do, do one in Spanish. Are you going to do one in English, one in Spanish? I'm trying to do the one in English and then do the whole thing exactly the same way in Spanish. And I did Spanish stand-up comedy at the, la- at the improv lab last week. Yeah. And was más o menos. <laughs> it was all right, all right. It was different because I, I had to. Um, it was tough because I don't know. I, I don't know a lot of Spanish words. Mm-hmm. I could get by. I could speak Spanish to someone who was born in Mexico but only went as far as the fifth grade. You know, right? Because he, him, and now him and I know the right amount of words. Yeah. But you. I, so, are you gonna do it in? I think, I'm going to practice. I'm going to try to do it by March, maybe. Oh, wow. I mean, do you think that... I mean, was Last Comic Standing as a comic for you the game changer, the career game changer for you, winning that whole thing? Yeah. It was? How, but, did, your, how did your life change in terms of your bookings I, I and all that? I started headlining those? most places. Yeah. People, I was like, people were like, I was known. Like, people, a lot of people in the Northwest wanted to book me. Were you ready for that, though? Because some people... You know, they, I had they, the material, yeah, but I wasn't ready for the attitude about flying and shit and arguing with people. What do you mean? Like put it like like if you're like now I know you know when I fly now I'm I'm pretty much invisible you know like like I I, I don't hear nobody you know if I focus man I'm I'm good you know you, you I, I go to TA, I'm fucking clear bro I put my my dirty ass finger right on that clear thing <laughs> it's been everywhere that morning bro and I walk through no problem before man. I was an idiot, man. <laughs> I had a showcase at the la- at the House of Blues. They're with, sanitizing the clear with, station. <laughs> I had a fucking um, showcase with Barry Katz. With Barry Katz. Uh-huh. You know, I was with Barry Katz and a bunch of other people. And I, it was a bad night. I left my fucking um, iPad and backpack there at the club. I had to go back and get it. I barely made it to the airport. Oh, shit. I was on the last comic standing tour. We're doing like 80 cities. And I had a backpack, not a backpack, I had a box full of merch. I was the only one on the tour selling merch. Might as well take advantage of it. And um, Did it sell well? It sold well, but I didn't know how to, I should have put it in a suitcase. I had a, I had a box. Then by the end of the trip, <laughs> the box all beat up, you know. Yeah. There's like two t-shirts inside. And then he said, you don't have enough time to carry that box. And I said, well, what you want me to do? You want me to leave it here and have my girlfriend pick it up? She said, do what you got to do. So I didn't know. So I left the box there. <laughs> so I went upstairs. I'm in the plane. 
and I see that and, uh, there's bags <laughs> getting packed, man, where I'm going to be at fucking 40 C loser, right? Middle seat in the back by the bathroom. So I put my bag on whatever I'm um, 16A seats. Yeah. I put my seat up there and I put it up and take off. And then they start looking for my ass. Mr. Uh, Felipe Esparza, I'm trying to ignore it, man. You know, I'm tired. I'm high, ignoring it. <laughs> I go back to get my bag. It's not there no more. And I said, Who took my fucking bag? Is it you, motherfucker? Right? Uh, some sad East Indian guy. He was the smallest guy there, so I picked on him. You know, you motherfucker, and you was him, right? But it wasn't him, you fucking piece of shit. Then she gets, then she get there's some fucking fat white lady. She said, I hate to be you. And I said, what? Trim, bitch, you fucking fat ass. <laughs> so that, they kicked me out of the plane. Well, also, we're going to kick, they, they wanted me out of the plane. Somebody wanted to talk to me outside. So I go outside, and I'm, and there's like a. The plane alley, take off? No, I don't know what's going on, man. I'm outside with a, there's two, um, it's an LAPD and a fucking um, burp of Los Angeles airport police. And they're waiting for my ass. And I, and I still have an attitude, right? And I come out, can we talk to you for a minute? Well, since you're here, officer, I was an LAPD guy, I'll speak to you because now you, you outranked this guy right here who just can't, he wasn't going to pull over that plane or was going to take it off already. You know, he did his job. He got me out of the plane. Went yeah. to us, yeah. officer. Yeah. <laughs> So I was back in like passenger 57, bro. <laughs> Full. So I started arguing. And he goes, well, so you're going to talk? And I started, man, I'm going to talk to you, man. You're like an airport police, man. There's no, there's no, well, there's no baggage laws. What's going on here, man? Yeah. I'm, you, you did your job. You got me off the plane. I'm going to talk to a real police officer right here. So um, we started arguing, you know, then. So the plane took off, went down there, and they told me about that bar. Well, that's stupid. You know, instead of saying that woman, everything is like, everybody. That's stupid ass lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of just you know, I don't know, I don't know <laughs> what's up. I don't know, man. I'm feeling good, man. Barry Cat told me I was undeniable. <laughs> so they kicked me out of the plane. I apologized to the LAPD and the airport police because because you left the box out. Yeah, left the box. The so, whole thing was just because you left a box with yeah, two T-shirts. Yeah, amazing. With, with a bunch of T-shirts. Yeah. Where'd you leave it? Just well, on the floor by the seat. An something? American Airlines right outside with a lady told me to just leave in a it box there. with a label that said "bomb." Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> <there>. <laughs> by the way, who was who was on your season of Last Comic Standing that you went on the tour with? Who was on your tour? It was uh, Roy Woods Jr., wow. Mike Kaplan, um, the. Um, Tommy John again. Okay. And then um, Mike DeStefano. Oh, wow. You That's had a good, good class. Crew, yeah. But the people who actually went on to the set, they were on the show that made it to like top 40 were like Lil Rail and Tiffany Haddish. Oh, wow. They were on my season too. Christelle Alonso. Oh, wow. Wow. That's crazy. You had a good class. Craig Robinson was the host. That's right. Greg Girardo was the judge. Natasha Leggero was the judge. I saw Andy Kindler. Oh, wow. wow. So they had one judge. Um, if um, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I drank your water. That's okay, it's yours. When I, when I was on last coming standing, I felt like Slumdog Mexican. <laughs> you know, like because I had a history with everybody on the show. You what had you a history with everybody in a way. You know, like I had opened like years ago, but they don't remember me because you know you're your own comment. You don't yeah. You you don't the headlines don't remember your ass. Yeah. But um, I worked with Craig Robinson years ago at a hell gig for Pat Wilson. Oh wow! And uh, oh, and wow, uh, fucking yeah. uh, Mesquite, Nevada. Mm-hmm. Best 
coconut shrimp I ever had in my life. So with ranch too. <laughs> so I met Craig Robinson, and he was featuring. Wow! Really? And and when I met uh, Greg Giraldo, he was headlining. You know, believe this? He was co-headlining with Jim Pompa. <laughs> oh! So it was after his show was God. canceled, Common Law. Wow! So he was wearing all. He was telling me all the other clothes. He got to keep all the clothes from the sitcom, and he was all happy with that about that. But, Greg was. Yeah, Greg Giraldo. Wow! Yeah, he it was a pilot, right? That he did. Yeah. His own pilot. He wow. was a lawyer, yeah. So that's crazy. So you do that, and then and then you just start getting booked all over the place. And then when would you say that you really – I always ask comics this. When do you say like you really felt like, God damn, I'm a comic. I'm doing this full time. I can support myself. There's no looking back here. Well, I, I did that real early, which is a big mistake, you know. Like um, I, 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 I had two jobs. I was working from 7 o'clock in the morning to 3 p.m., security guard. And, Where at? Um, Allied Signal, it was like a place where they make sonars for submarines. Yeah. Like, here, here I'm giving away government stuff, but <laughs> I never signed no paper. I was, just, <laughs> I was just letting your ass in the building. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I just found out by, by, what they, by, you know, by paying attention. They had, man, they would make sonars like for, for airplanes, you know, submarines, boats, yeah. anything. Just to look up shit, like a lot of government people will come from other countries, Egypt, Saudi Arabia. But it, this is crazy. All, and other trash was burned, by, but other trash was ne- was picked up by another security company with guns, and they didn't speak to us. They went in. We knew who they were. They had a lock, and they um they they un- they unlocked the trash can and threw, took it away, and then they put an empty one. Jeez. And then what was the second job? You had two jobs. That well, one. After, after that job, I would get up at three o'clock and yeah. then um, hustle to Dodger Stadium to sell hot dogs, make hot dogs. Really? I used to work at Yoshinoya when they had when they had um, hit. Oh no more! Wow. Two no great, hitters, right? buddy. August so, thirty one, nineteen ninety nine. That's his birthday. So you you worked at Dodger Stadium, yeah. but you're a major fan. Hell yeah, as well. man! Hell yeah. I mean, I wanted. I remember. Um, when I was when I was a kid, um, some guy had the best costume. No, I had this joke before. It was funny. I said that um, I used to do so much coke that one time the dealer he stopped calling me or returning my phone calls. Like he didn't want to sell me at thirty, at two in the morning. So he told me to meet me at my my friend's baseball game. So I came out of left field all coked out like little strawberry and field of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, me and Steve Howe, plucking and shit. It was Daryl Thomas. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, so um, so would yeah. you eat the hot dogs at Dodger Stadium? Yeah, man, I, I would make them grilled dogs, man. You would? Yeah, I, I would cook them and eat them. You make them and then sell them? Yeah. I would, oh, I didn't know that you had to do both. That's no, no, part they, of it. They sell them now, but when I was when I was younger at Dodger Stadium, they would just cook them. And people would buy them from us. Oh wow! That's great. I met a, lot of, a funny man. I met comedians that were famous when I was working there. Yeah. I used to creep them out. Who'd you meet? Because I would get starstruck. Yeah. I met Elaine Boozler. You said comics. <laughs> <laughs> She's funny, man. She used, to, she used to go out with fucking, what's his name, man? Laka. <laughs> if you had said Mr. Bell, I think I would have been more impressed. She was part of the fucking, <laughs> she was part of the fucking, the only, the only one, she was one of the few comics that um, was not allowed back at the comedy store after the strike. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Her and that one guy that I used to perform was Tom Dreesen. Tom Dreesen. Oh, Dreesen. Tom Dreesen. Yeah. Dreesen's yeah. got some great Sinatra stories. Oh, my gosh. He's been around forever. Great, great stuff. And Stephen Wright. I met Stephen Wright. Oh, really? 
He was a creep, you know. Well, he thought I was a creep too, though. <laughs> kind of canceled each other out. He didn't want to shake my hand. He didn't. He, he didn't. Like, 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 like a, I guess a, I don't know, man. Like a fucking um, German freak, like Howie Mandel. Yeah. So I went up to him and shook his hand because nobody recognized him, and I kind of screamed, "Oh shit!" Stephen yeah. Wright, oh my God, you're like an Oscar winner, you know, for that movie you did, that short film. And um, I, I was full of, I was cutting up chicken all day, so I had like um, dried up chicken and cooked chicken <laughs> on my body. So I, I was walking around with salmonella, bro. You give me a hug, you're dead. And my hands. Wait, you're chopping chicken? Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, man. Uh, Yoshinoya. <laughs> People got to eat. <laughs> I used to make beef bow and chicken bows. So oh you had God. chicken all over you as you're approaching Stephen. Yeah, Lee. man. And then I said, Stephen Wright, what's up, fool? And, so, and then like most fans, I started doing one of his jokes right in front yeah. of him. And they say, what's up, babe? <laughs> and now uh, he, 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 he put his, he shook my hand though. He put his hand inside his hoodie. Yeah. And I shook his hoodie through his hand. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> is that worse than the pound, tight. the Howie Mandel pound, or is that better? What, like, what is? Hey, man, you know he made an effort, man. Yeah. He reached out and touched someone. Yeah, through the hoodie, right there. Yeah. How cool is that? I if never I even thought him, about that. That's if hilarious. I meet him again, I'm gonna put my hands through my through my zipper and shake his hand. Eh? That's in your the pants? funniest thing. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like he was a bank robber. He had the, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like he's got a gun in there. <laughs> so you do that. It, things are going great. But but when do you realize? Like when do you kind of like holy shit? This is the real deal. When um, Charles the Post started deducting money from my two jobs. Oh wow! <laughs> really? It wasn't. It wasn't even. It wasn't the comedy stuff. I mean, it was. I mean, like what? What was your comedy moment where we all look back on? And you're like, okay. Well, I, I don't know, man. I guess winning Last Comic Standing, but right after 1999, I guess. Who did you beat in Last Comic Standing? Who was the? Both five people. Who Who did you go up against one on one? At the end. Tommy Jonigan. Tommy Jonigan, wow, and he's a powerhouse yeah. too. Yeah. Wow. That's a great crew. Yeah, it's a great crew. Yeah. But out of out of all of them though, I was like most of these guys were like they were already headlining yeah. places. But um I, I wasn't. So when I won, I started headlining everywhere. Wow. That's great. And now you're about to tape your third. Third hour. Third hour and Bad decisions. And, and two shows. Yes. Single camera show. And then the other show, too, which is called Crossing Over. Crossing Over. That's the border show. Right now we're pitching a show with um, with um, One Race Media. Yep. And uh, we pitched a show last year with um, Dustin Ibarra, Peter Murrieta, and, um, man, I always forget his name. And, and that's, that was my showrunner, too. Yeah. If you're listening, man, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And you're the first cast member that we have on the podcast yeah. from the opening act movie yes. that I had the pleasure of working with you on. Oh, so nice. thank you so much for doing that. I play the cab driver, man. Thank you, man. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. Hey, hey, bro, this place is giving me bad vibes, bro. Is that the oh, line? Cool, man, driving, man. Yeah, he, he drove the cab driver around. And uh, yeah, it was. Uh, and you, you your, your last scene. Um, we shot that at four in the morning, I think, yeah. right? Three or four. Really? So it's it's kinda kinda wild that uh like when you when you look at it when you're watching it, you're like, Oh, it looks kinda late. It's like it was late. It was three or four in the morning and you actually came in, crushed it, did a great job, and thank you for your patience that night too. I, I've been there before though, you know where we were at. Thank you very much for having me. You were there? No, before because that oh. place is normally like a like a Halloween Halloween pumpkin patch. Yeah, yeah. For Halloween. Like, yeah. They have a maze. You and were I, there before? Yeah. Oh, shit. And I saw crazy. that actress and I creeped her out. 
That actress, um, Latina <laughs> actress. Oh, Courtney. Not Courtney. I forget her name, man. Rachel Dowsdow? I don't know. Oh, fuck. You, she was on the movie, you're said? She was no, she was she was not in that movie. She was not in our movie, your movie. She was in a, a, another show. But her um, boyfriend comes out in that movie, Criminal Minds. Oh, he let the hipster detective that knows the psychology about the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he yeah. was there with his girlfriend. Okay, but I knew who his girlfriend was, and I yelled out her name, and she just turned around, and I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Check out the What Flop Who podcast. I should have told her. <laughs> well, you put your hand in there in your jacket, and then you shake her yeah. hand. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, tell us about your podcast. That's right here on the All Things Comedy Network. Yeah, man, the What's Up Food podcast we have. It's, it's really popular. Every Friday, we have, thank you, every Friday, comes out every Friday. We do a live streaming on YouTube at yeah. noon. We have a good guest, man. A lot of people I just met on the streets. Really? <laughs> yeah. You just bring them in? Yeah, some people just grew up in the neighborhood. Like, Well, there's not a lot of foot traffic out by the had, studio. I don't know where you get them. We had Ray Escalera. I mean, this guy was just a, a guy from a neighborhood. He used to coach Little League and um, Vietnam Vet, and he told me some stuff I didn't know about him, and... Crazy, a good a good sense of community then. Yeah, it's good, you, man. Yeah. Good. Like and where this, and where can people keep in touch with you? Because uh, your Instagram, you're very good on Instagram. All the social media. Where can people keep in touch with you there? Go to felipesworld.com. That's my webpage. Or go to um, Twitter or Snapchat. Funny Felipe or Felipe Esparza comedian on Instagram and Funny Felipe on Twitter. Felipe Esparza on Facebook. <laughs> And um, Craigslist, where can they find you on Craigslist? <laughs> Angie's list. Oh, on Backpage. Farmersonly.com. By the yeah. way, uh, he has his neighbors on and just random people on the street. We can't get a fucking booking. Yeah, I met a guy but, in listen. the streets, bro. <laughs> I met a guy. Gloss is right over it. I met a guy in Glendale walking with his baby. He was going to an appointment. He goes, man, I, I voted for you on, on last comic standing. So thank you very much. He goes, you come everybody, to my podcast? Everybody on my block. Voted for you. Oh, cool, man. Everybody in your block. No, my cell block. Okay. <laughs> they were all in prison. They were all in prison. And he had just got out for doing um, a, mur- a murder rap. He got out for murder, but he didn't do it. He got out on the witness, on the witness, uh, on the innocence program. Yeah. So oh, he good. didn't do the crime. Jesus Christ. He did like 22 years or 25. Oh, fuck. He got out when he was like, he got out now. He's like 44. And, um, we have you gotta come in the pocket, tell a story. He goes, Yeah, man, I was just I would buy I went, I went to go buy a soda with my for my father. We were, we were fixing his car. The police drove by, they held me up, handcuffed me, took me to jail. Oh my god. And he goes, What happened? Well, I tell tell him it wasn't me, and then somebody somebody in two hours later pointed me out of a lineup and said that I was the guy who killed that guy. Good god. And, and how about your dad? Who's your dad at? He goes, You know, my dad was not there. You know, where he goes he goes the same excuse that everybody says. We're Mexican, bro. We don't mind our own business. So my dad didn't say nothing. You dad didn't say nothing. Jesus Nobody said nothing. Christ. So then, like twenty-two later, those people retracted their story and said that they were like coerced to say that that guy did it because people run. It was election time, so they want to show Fuck. numbers. So, um, <clears throat> anyway, long story short, last time I saw him, he won a settlement of ten million dollars. Did he really? Jesus. Yeah. But, you, but this guy had no like tattoos. Yeah. I just if you believe that you're innocent, you're gonna get out one day. He got yeah. out one day. Good. Well, I'm glad that's. Yeah, and it was they were Frankie Carrillo, and Jesus. he's one of my guests on a podcast. Well, it's what's up, fool is the podcast. Yep. Obviously, all the um, discernations of of how to keep up with Felipe. Um, I do want to mention real quick before we go, DLX mattress, DLXmattress.com. Go there. Um, 
you can get if you type in uh, promo code burn byrne three hundred, you get three hundred bucks off a mattress, and it's good throughout awesome. the, month, the, the month of September. And I just got one; it's fucking awesome. I absolutely love it, and I I love sleeping more than anything, as you know. Yeah, you're like your room. fans. Yeah. I will tell you this, okay. by the way. With uh, I, I think I should move into Felipe's neighborhood. I'll have a better chance of getting booked on this show. I'm going to just enter in and be his name. <laughs> just randomly yeah, just walk, around, walk around Glenda Boulevard. <laughs> well, well, we Felipe uh, Esparza, one of the nicest guys. I saw a guy walking around right through Glendale Boulevard on brand by Chevy Chase. He had like a sarape, like a poncho, and it was red and blue. And he had a blue, red T-shirt and blue pants. Spider Cholo, bro. <laughs> I just called him Spider Cholo and the name stuck now. <laughs> Listen to his amazingly funny, popular podcast on the All Things Comedy What's Network. Up, What's up, fool? What's up, fool? Don't they have to say it like that, by the way. You can't go, comedy, What's up, fool? Two comedy specials out, third one to be released next year. On Netflix and HBO. Yeah, and over. he's in the opening act. Yeah. Yes. And he does a great job. And Gary, where can they keep in touch with you? Well, you and I, uh, this weekend, Stephen, are going to be at uh, Levity Live in Oxnard. That's right. Yes. Uh, so it's at Cannon Comedy, at Steve Byrne Live, all the tour dates, all that good stuff. Keep in touch, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff, and keep up with Felipe. You will not be disappointed. What's up, fool? What's up, fool? What's up, fool? What's up, fool?